0: I think we all have like two sides of ourselves. Like, you know, the part that is highly motivated our long-term rational mind where all of our goals and dreams are. And then we also have like the short-term irrational mind that just wants to do nothing, not change. And like, there's this, sometimes this internal conflict. And I think sometimes we use these instances or these days of like, well, I'm going to be, you know, carpooling all day or driving here and there. And it's like very easy to latch onto that. And it's very easy to kind of, I think what we were talking about earlier, almost be a martyr. It's like, well, I don't have time to work out today, so I guess I won't do it. And it's like, well, who are you really hurting?
1: Hey, Adam, I'm ready to talk about something that doesn't feel very good. How about you?
0: (laughs) I'm sort of ready.
1: You better get ready because we're talking about it all right so i have to share with you that yesterday was an uncomfortable afternoon and evening because i felt a very significant emotion that i think a lot of people run into and that was resentment yeah how about you do you ever feel resentful
0: um absolutely
1: yeah and And to be clear, like we talk about emotional eating a lot, and I think it'd be really interesting to talk about this particular emotion um, today because I think this is a big one. I think it leads to a lot of versions of emotional eating, reward eating, revenge eating. That's a big one. You ever notice that? I have definitely been like, oh, yeah. I'm going to eat all these snacks and I'm going to eat this. So very reactive, very reactive. So um, today, let's talk about resentment and let's start off with what the heck is it? Any ideas?
0: Um, absolutely. Um, I think your definition or what you shared with me before this video was was phenomenal. So I think maybe we can just go straight to that.
1: I'm good. I'm good with that. So in my head, resentment is actually kind of a like a big jumbled mess of several really uncomfortable emotions. And those are disappointment, um, anger, frustration, fear, and a hefty dose of shame, which is interesting to think about, but I don't think anybody wants to admit when they're resentful of someone or something else. I know I have kind of a tough time admitting that I'm feeling that way.
0: May I ask why?
1: Um, because of my behavior, when I'm feeling resentful, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I don't like how I behave. And I don't like the feelings I'm having. And so I don't, I don't want to admit that I'm having those things. And so I may turn around and graze through a bunch of snacks or stuff my face with chocolate chips, right? Like to try and escape that discomfort. And actually that's exactly um, anti what we want to do when we're feeling that feeling. Oh gosh, how many times have we had this conversation? Feel your feelings. (laughs) So I'm a little bit, yeah, I'm in the hot seat, totally in the hot seat. But I think that's what it is. I'm ashamed of my behavior when I am feeling resentful. And okay, we gotta back it up for a second because I skipped another really important part of resentment and that, I, I read this somewhere. Resentment is the emotion of justice, right? When look, you're I resentful, right? It, I mean, it nails it. It's because yeah. you feel like you've been, it, there's been an injustice done to you, Somebody right? Something feels unfair. Totally. Totally. And for me, a lot of times, as I'm sure it is for many people, it's like an imbalance in your household, right? That's what yesterday was about. Okay. And, um, yeah, I've got to do all these things. I've got to deal with the kids. I've got to cook the dinner. I've got to clean up. Hmm. Yep. Emotion of justice. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: I think resentment comes up a lot with siblings you know, one does more for one parent or one does more for this. And it's like, well, I'm always doing this. You're not doing that. Um, I think, yeah, the, the feeling of injustice is absolutely spot on.
1: Yeah. And and to be clear, I mean, there are definitely bigger themes in life. You know, societal injustice, cultural injustice, things like that. Listen, that's not where I'm going with this today. I'm really talking about the day-to-day injustice yeah we experience, we perceive that we experience. And that is really the key is the perception. Okay. So this is where it starts to get really sticky. So yesterday I didn't want to admit I was feeling resentful. I didn't like my behaviors. I didn't like how I was feeling. And for me, it was just easier to look at everything that I wasn't getting and be angry about it. But the truth is I could have stopped and said, Hey, I'm feeling this way. And to me, when I feel resentment, it's because there are needs I am having that aren't being met. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking outward for somebody to fulfill those needs. And I'm doing it expecting them to read my mind. Right. (laughs) Right. Like, I I mean, sure, there are people out there who have ESP. I'm pretty sure it's not my husband. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it isn't him. He's awesome. He doesn't have ESP.
0: And, and perhaps also part of it is when you're feeling resentful, there's things that you needed. I mean, as you said, like your needs are not getting met and perhaps you neglected your own needs to do whatever it is you're doing. Um, and, I, you know, perhaps maybe we're jumping, this, jumping ahead of here. But I think that's also I find when I'm feeling resentful, it's because something I need to do on a daily basis or whatever wasn't getting done or I didn't have a chance for that.
1: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Needs At, aren't getting met.
1: Right. And the thing is, ugh, big pill to swallow. We chose not to do that thing because we didn't communicate that that's a need and I need to make sure it gets done. Right. And so we perpetuate the story that feeds the resentment yes. <laughs> by not fulfilling our needs. It is a crazy cycle it's crazy. Right. And so again, there's that shame piece. Like, why do I want to admit I'm feeling resentful when frankly, it's my fault. (laughs) It doesn't feel good. right? Right. And listen, that's not to say like, of course I can still feel frustration and anger and, and all of these things, but you know, we've talked about what it is. We've talked about how it feels. We've talked about how it might make us behave. Right. Um, and now we've talked about, what it is we actually need to do to get through it and that is actually communicate like hey i'm feeling these things these were my needs i don't know whether you realized it or not probably didn't because you don't have esp (laughs) (laughs) but they didn't get met and i'm upset about it right yeah so go ahead
0: yeah no i mean i think this comes up you know i mean recent example for me is like you know my kid you know school started and uh it's just like every single day there's sports and practice and games on the weekends and it's wonderful but it's just a lot of shuffling right and Mm -hmm. i feel like you know sometimes if i don't really plan ahead and communicate hey like i really want to get my workout in it just doesn't happen and then it's easy to say well i was busy driving all day and then i'm kind of like in this like I wouldn't say in a bad mood, I'm just like, not as maybe high energy as I am. It's like, well, I didn't get to work out today. But like, whose fault is that really? Right? And it's like, A, it's my job to communicate. Hey, I'd really like to exercise, you know, at some point during this day. And whenever I do that, my wife is always like, great, let's, here's, here's some times where you can do it. But it's my fault for not communicating that to begin with. Um, And that's a very, you know, simple example. But I think, again like movement, as we've talked about in prior videos, like that is one of my core anchors of how I, uh, you know, show up in this world to be the best version of myself. Um, So it really is all about the communication that's so important. And, you know, that is a big part of it is just communicating your needs, sharing what you need, sharing what you feel like you're missing.
1: Yes. Yeah. And that's not easy to do. It's not because we fear somebody's going to say you're not important enough. And the answer is no. Right. I mean, that's that's honestly what it boils down to is rejection in some way. And so we just keep on that loop of resentment. Right. So here's a couple of little hacks I've discovered to kind of help me cut through the resentment. Yes. And they're I- not. Go Sorry. ahead.
0: I just want to say one thing, though, because I think that's, that's true. But I also think there's, there's a point, a part of this where you kind of use, it's very easy. I think we all have like two sides of ourselves. Like, you know, the part that is highly motivated our long-term rational mind where all of our goals and dreams are. And then we also have like the short-term irrational mind that just wants to do nothing, not change. And like, there's this, sometimes this internal conflict. And I think sometimes we use these instances or these days of like, well, I'm going to be, you know carpooling all day or driving here and there. And it's like very easy to latch onto that. And it's very easy to kind of, I think what we were talking about earlier, almost be a martyr. It's like, well, I don't have time to work out today, so I guess I won't do it. And it's like, well, who are you really hurting? You know? So, you know, for me, when I like, I'm not scared or in my personal experience, like I'm not scared of like someone saying, well, you're not important enough for me. It's just like, it's one way to latch on. And it's one way to kind of let yourself off the hook is like, like looping into like being busy or, you know, not having enough time for yourself. But in reality is like, you you can always make the time.
1: Yeah. uh, It's an offloading of responsibility. Yes. Right. For what your outcomes are for sure. For sure. Yeah. And that whole martyr situation is really interesting and complex. And I know we talked about it a little bit before we started filming. And I shared with you one of the things I tell my clients is when you get angry at the world, anytime you say F them, you're actually just saying F you. (laughs) It's true, right? right? Because like when I turn around and eat handfuls of chocolate chips because I'm angry at the world and I'm trying to say F them, nope, that's an F me. Right. That's an F me. So, yeah. Ooh, that's that's a tricky one. Good call out. Good call yeah. out. All right, so well, I
0: interrupted you. Sorry. So how do we how do we get the hacks? We, yes.
1: The hacks. I got two hacks. Um All right. first one is gratitude. And it has been said that gratitude is the exact opposite of resentment. And boy, when you are feeling resentful, that is a really, really hard 180 it's a really hard 180. And so in order to get to that, my, my other hack is be helpful. Whoever it is you're feeling that resentment toward, help them be kind to them and give them what it is you think you're needing and not getting. And I figured that out a long time ago. Um, I lived in resentment for a while when I moved to where we live now. Um, because I felt like I was on my own a lot. And I would just, oh, I would just be eaten up with it. And one day I thought, how about instead of like trying to burn down the situation, which is ultimately just burning me down, help it, be helpful. Mm-hmm. And it really did soften me and it helped me look at the situation differently and approach it with gratitude. So those are kind of my two secret hacks for getting through it. Um, and they're not easy, but it it does It does make the difference. It really does.
0: Yeah. I mean, unfortunately with things like this, there isn't this, you know, quick litmus test or a quick kind of thing you can do. I think the first and foremost thing is being aware of it. I mean, there's, it's so unbelievable how just sometimes naming an emotion and being like, all right, there it is, is so helpful, right? Because that's the first step. Awareness is the first step, you know, here, you know, and and it also allows you to separate yourself from the emotion because if you could say, Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm feeling resentful, Then, you know, there's that duality of like, there's you and then there's resentment. You don't necessarily have to be that resentment. Um, So I find just like being aware of it and then communicating. And I'm reminded, it's like ridiculous, but I'm reminded this time after time. It's like, if there's a few core things I need each day to be the best version of myself, it is my job to communicate that with my family, right? Mm -hmm. Daddy needs to exercise. Daddy needs to do this. Like, and then like, I'm yours. And if I get those two, you know, two, three things done, then I'm good. But it's my job to communicate that, you know, and that communication for me is the biggest challenge and it's the biggest hack. Um, But it's it's, you know, it's so powerful because when you start communicating, then, you know, then you can make the time for yourself. And then if you make the time for yourself, then it's really hard to feel resentful. Um, Yeah. You know, and I think the gratitude is so good and so powerful and I know there's also the some the people who probably roll their eyes are like, oh, gratitude great. Like, you know, but it's, you know, I try to think about that, too. It's like, you know, I don't know, you clean up the house, then the kids come home and it's like destroyed. And it's like, what the heck? But then, you know, you, there's a party. that's it's like, I'm grateful my kids are safe and healthy and, you know, have the ability to do like you can reframe and flip all these things into a moment of gratitude. And it's hard and it takes training and it takes practice, Um, but it's certainly worthwhile and it's definitely uncomfortable at first and it might feel even forced, it might feel hokey, it might feel cheesy, but they're worthwhile things because you know what, if you can have two people and one person has, you know, a grateful outlook and the other person doesn't, obviously you'd rather have the grateful outlook because they're going to just, you know, be likely happier, right, and be able to handle it better, so...
1: Absolutely. All right. Well, I think we've said enough about resentment today. What do you think?
0: I think so. I, I I think it's it's a really powerful subject. I think again, understanding what it is, being aware of it and just being willing to communicate grateful and communication and uh what was your what was your other one? Be helpful. Be helpful. Love that. And hopefully you guys found this video helpful.
1: Yes, absolutely. Let us know and we'll see you soon.